0: At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Welcome to the Author Your Brand Show, guys. I'm so excited to bring on not just one guest, but my chief editor as well, because we're going to be talking about an upcoming book that is probably probably one of the most fascinating stories I've ever had the honor of being involved with. Um, So I'm going to bring on first my chief editor, Jen Malone. Jen, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great.
0: Good. Okay. So I'm going to introduce Mohan. If I, if you want to add anything to embellish, not embellish, if you want to add anything to his credentials, you go ahead and chime in here. Um, Our guest today is a gentleman who has uh, 15 patents. um, Mm -hmm. And one of those patents is a little thing you might have heard of. It's called GPS. And he is, um, he's worked for every Government agency, I can imagine, you know, you know, NASA, JPL, DOD, a bunch of other ones that I can't, maybe can't mention. Um, he's probably, he's a rocket scientist, guys. Okay, he's the smartest man in the world. He invented GPS. And we're here to talk today about something he was involved with. It's a little $5 billion company that also started up back in the late 90s um, called Stamps.com. And so we're gonna take a very deep dive into the history and challenges and successes he had with this amazing startup so without further ado i'd like to introduce to you mohan ananda how are you doing today mohan
1: thanks doug that was uh, a little bit uh you know, I, I, I appreciate your kind words, but I think I, I am humbled by those statements. Thanks. Again.
0: Well, I know your resume is a lot longer than that. And we could go through all the things you've done from owning a law firm and other startups and other billion-dollar ventures you've been involved with. But today we're going to focus on stamps.com and maybe we'll come back another time and talk about some of your other ventures as well. So um, I've read the excerpt from this this book that we're publishing with you. But I'd like to hear from you, from the horse's mouth, exactly um, how I got started and what was your thinking when you first came up with that?
1: Uh, this is about the book or the- This
0: the is com- about St- stamps.com, right? Okay. Your technology, I, yeah. I, I just want to make sure.
1: Sure. Uh, stamps.com happened because of the, the the technology changes in the internet. This is sometimes in early '90s, around '92. Uh, actually, I came up with this idea of uh, using internet to uh, enhance e-commerce. That's a, a at the time, internet was not really
0: that. Yeah, in '92, I mean, I first sort of saw the internet like '96, '98. In '92, it wasn't public. It was just universities were using it, and you know, government, yeah.
1: right? But but I knew. I mean, some or other. I felt that's going to be the future.
0: So generally,
1: during that time, if you go back to, especially Microsoft, Microsoft will sell software, and you can buy the software and put it in your computer, download it, and then you use it as a, a you know as you need. I thought that may be a, that's an interesting, obviously the concept, but I thought maybe the future will be instead of selling the software, what you want to do is to lease the software, meaning the current cloud system concepts. That means you keep the software, then you continue to upgrade and change in, you know, introduce new features, but the users can use it without downloading Using the internet as the the media, this- Mohan, that was that was like
0: f- thirty years ahead of its time. Correct, it's ninety two. Yeah, this- ninety. You're already thinking about software as a service, cloud based software, as opposed to. Not even CDs. What was it? I don't know CDs are big cassette tapes. So you're already thinking that back in the in the '90s. It's amazing.
1: Exactly. That's a that's when I thought this concept. Even though the bandwidth was very very low, you can you have to you know get the bit by bit. But I knew this is going to grow because some or other it has to happen. So I came up with this uh, new technology platform and uh, applied for a patent in '92. So that's the, in fact, if you look at the, any e-commerce patent today, there are thousands of them, you know, many, many thousands. They all refer to my original pattern because there is that, that's the root. So that I've, I'm f- really proud of that uh, kind of vision, or at least I saw the trend and I, you know, uh, put this uh, technology together. And that's the, the, that is the cause of staps.com And I only got the patent in 1996. So it's okay. 95, it took four years because the software patents are always difficult to get. Then I got four patents in that same category or similar. Okay.
0: I mean, that's the that's startup. That. Yeah, could you describe the patent in layman's terms?
1: Okay. Or the not? technology is basically what it is, is you, meaning the, the, the so-called provider, is providing to a user. A, a, an existing software online, rather than you, uh, you know, have it with you. Because if you have it with you, if there is any change or improvement, you may not be able to, uh, you know, do it. Uh, that means you, you have to download again the new ones here. The idea is, I have it, meaning the provider, and I continue to up, 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 uh, upgrade it. And you can use it. the same concept is when you, for example, take, I'm just getting back to the stamps concept. You want to print a stamp. Printing stamps is uh, really printing money. So you want to connect them and make sure that people don't print stamps without your knowledge. So this is a software is, you know, printing is a function of a software. So it's basically you're kind of a a connected to the the resource or so you can't do anything without my knowledge, or, you know, so that you can't print stamps and say, okay, i love have more money than, you know. So that, that yeah. was the thought process, and that that became the, the, the root uh, technology into the stamps technology.
0: So, so basically, not only did you invent GPS with your team at NASA… You also invented cloud computing, is what you're telling me.
1: I mean, I wouldn't go that far, I I think that's very, very generous. No, I- Well,
0: I, it's kind of true, based on what you're telling me in 92, 96, nobody's doing cloud computing. They, 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 most people didn't know about the internet and you're already 30 years ahead. So you're, I know you're being modest here, but come on, that's-
1: Now, I, I would say the the idea here is really that it's done remotely. That is like Google or Microsoft or whoever now do things are the uh, you know what I kind of thought about it uh, in a very limited way, but that has a tremendous ramification throughout the the technology uh, digital technology area and especially in the e-commerce. Now everybody does e-commerce because of this capability of interfacing through digitally.
0: So, so that. Yeah. So you got this patent, you got approved by by 96 or so. Okay. And what at what point would you you, did you design it for the stamps or just a general oh, idea? No, of, I, right. This is
1: a very generic, uh, uh, you know, technology. Any okay. It can it has an application for everywhere when somebody is uh, marketing software. That is the, the and in fact, I went and talked to Microsoft. In fact, I met with the uh, uh, I forgot his name, but fairly top guy. He reports to mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, Bill Gates. Uh, it, this happened in Las Vegas. They had a you know every year they have this software conference. So the I was there. CES. So I, uh, I think it's, uh, you know there's a regular software conference and I okay. just happened to be one of the visitors. So I met with him because I was trying to market my my technology to license to somebody, especially to license to Microsoft. I thought it will be interesting, but he looked at it. He I, I heard me, I mean, uh, unfortunately he said, I mean, I understand your patent and all, but you know, we can do it without you so that's the that's the the response i got i was a little bit uh, so happy so about he, it like, okay. he, they looked at your patent
0: and yeah. said yeah we can just circumvent you anytime we want because we're microsoft right that's exactly i
1: mean he didn't say made so nice. the circumvent but that's the that's the message i got so i knew that it is tough many many companies so you know this is true in fact even though patent is a good protection but people do get around it and especially the companies which have you know billions of dollars to invest they can do anything so i learned that lesson uh, in that uh, discussion i was honestly thinking you know that would be great for microsoft because you know of course they have Tremendous uh, technology people, but I I wanted to be part of their team, but I I was not uh, well received. That was the the really the, the shock that uh, I recognized that you know the yeah okay. Like,
0: well, so you you developed you developed cloud computing and uh, Microsoft didn't buy because they just do it on their own. I can understand that even though it's kind of funny. Um, and then at what point did you say, hey, how about? How about helping out the US government with stamps? When did that come to be? It
1: really happened not directly by me. It's actually my son. Uh, who he was uh, at the time, a a student at UC San Diego in the medical school. He's a, you know, he's a smart guy, obviously. He's, you know, he's a neurosurgeon now uh, practicing with, uh, you know, in fact, he's one of the, you know, really world famous neurosurgeons in a specific area called deep brain stimulation. So, I mean, he's a great guy, but then this is in 96, 96, he was a student at UC Uh, San Diego Medical School and he his friend his classmate whom I know his name is Ari Ari Engelberg he was doing his uh, uh, JD MBA at UCLA so they meet periodically because they went to high school together so they meet periodically uh, you know to have lunch and all and one day they were having lunch and in their conversation uh, Ari was telling you know they are doing a a project at UCLA uh, with uh, something to do with uh, uh, you know developing a new uh, device Uh, like you know if you know the Pitney Bowls, Pitney Bowls have a printing stamp franking uh, machine that's actually commonly used by more almost all industry in printing stamps is, the Bose is the was the leader. It has been a, like a hundred year old technology. I mean, it's a long, you know, um, been there and same thing they do. And they lease the machine to people and they make a, a good income. That's the, but now these people were uh, improving that and come up with another device to do something similar to that. Then Ajay told Dari, you know, uh, I think you guys are in the wrong path. Maybe you should talk to my dad because he has this new pattern with regard to software. So you don't need any device, just any computer, anybody can probably print. So he was the the brainchild rather than me. I mean, I, I want to give you this credit to him, Many, but he does not know how to do or anything, but he just kind of told Ari. So I he told Ari, Come and uh, meet with my dad. Uh, you know, he knows. He uh, Ari has been to our home because they went to high school together many years, so I know. So he came that evening. So I kind of told him, you know, the, the actual technology and explained it to him and said, okay, he they were thinking about a dongle, some device just like a pinibus, but in a smaller way. I said, you don't need any of those things. The, the only requirement is you need to have a secure uh, internet access, and that's all it needs. And and he was kind of surprised, and he said, "Haha, that's very interesting." Then I told him, "If if you are ready, uh, I think we can actually have a, a, a startup." Yeah. That's the evening. In fact, we even came up with the company name. The company name at the time was Stamp Master. You didn't think about stamps, but stamp master, that was the name. And then his two friends who was doing his project at UCLA, they also joined, obviously, and they were still doing their MBA. uh, But then I put that, you know, I'll come to how it all happened. That's the evening the company was formed in. As a matter of fact, in this room where I am sitting right now.
0: Oh, that's so cool. Hey, I got a quick question about this software is I'm thinking about current events, right? We've had, you know, pipelines hacked. We've had, you know, food distribution systems hacked in the United States. In the 90s, things are much more uh, permeable, right? It's much easier to hack things than it is now. How come those people today aren't using the same technology that you, It's, it's impenetrable? Okay, I,
1: I tell you, it is not because there is no lack of technology. I come from my background, as like you said, yeah. is from really a DOD, the Department of Defense. N- NASA is a scientific, but they do things, but they are not really concerned about the security as much. I mean, they mm. do, of course. We when we you know, launch uh, uh, satellites to various uh, interplanetary, you know, systems, it is true, it is to be secure. However, the Department of Defense where I worked with, and GPS, for example, Uh it has to be 100% secure. Okay. so there's no nothing because it's a it's our
0: defense i mean there yeah is yeah so they have higher levels of encryption at, at the government at, level than private
1: many i can't discuss the all the details but it, it is available it's not mm-hmm. not today i'm talking about it's 90s or yeah the late 80s i mean technology is available to secure full proof 100 proof no nothing can penetrate it's available, so that's the. Is it, it available for only government? I contracts. mean, only companies also because technology is uh, is known. It's not uh, okay. Not I mean something, but the way you ap- applications is classified or it could be secure. Sure, but uh, technology, the encryption technology, the way you do, for example, in a public information, I'll tell you how it could be easily done. Uh, basically, what it is. You first of all do not store anything in clear form, it's very simple, you mm-hmm. know, clear meaning. So, the way you, do, you should do everything should be encrypted, meaning mm-hmm. right. then uh, you know, but in addition to that, any identification with the individuals or people that mm-hmm. should be separated. So, the you can only yeah, bring together when something is being used so i mean these are these are not anything new people know all these things but it, you have to implement it in addition to that there should be several layers of security checks when somebody comes and uses it somebody like i am a user and i log in i put password but there are certain things to make sure my uh, you know access Is the right access, and if you put many of these things in place in the right form, it can be all done with the existing technology. It's not a a, a rocket
0: science, anything to invent again. But so so says the rocket scientist. Yes, got that. Thank you. So okay, so it's available for private sector, but they don't do it, or they says too expensive or
1: what? Because many of the systems are old legacy systems, meaning very pre pre-technology type of system they patch it out because it's a it's a you know in order to replace and bring it to the current state of the art it takes capital and people are very uh, reluctant to make that kind of investment well th- you what know, they have to do
0: because I uh, yeah I think I think there's a, a business opportunity now with these companies getting hacked and we say hey man I've got this guy from from DoD that we got 100 percent encrypted it'd be great exactly. so back to stamps.com you had Stamp Master. Yes, it but exists. uh, you but you went and found the domain stamps.com. What was that being used for? The
1: stamps.com was already privately, somebody had that name, so we didn't buy that name until two, two, two years or a year and a half after because we yeah. have to pay a lot of money to buy the stamps.com. Well, yeah, name, just the name. But how much in, was it? May I ask? You I remember, think about a, you know, million dollars or something like that. I, yeah. They, you know, first of all, this is a, the company was started in this room with no money. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Then, then, okay, you have to make a commitment. As I, as I have uh, discussed previously, mm-hmm. uh, any startup, I mean, because I'm a startup advisor as a lawyer to many companies, and I always tell them there are three ingredients to a startup. One is the, the team, the right people. That's the, I mean, I'll get to that. That's very, very important. In fact, that is number one. Number two, you need to have a, a product or a service, the right product, right service. You, even if you have the right team, even if you don't have the right product, you can uh, uh, come up with the right product. But the, the product and so for us, we have a reasonably initial uh, team. I mean, we just put together, then we have the product, which means we want to have this, uh, ability to uh, print uh, stamps by anybody at any time uh, so that they can use it, but it's secured in a secure way. Okay, that's the product. The third element obviously is the uh, capital, money. So we didn't have, but then I said, okay, I'm going to put something, you know, because this is somebody needs to do it. You won't get any investment until you have something. Rich really to show so i made up you know that evening i said okay i'm going to put myself about a half a million dollars but not anything more but i that's a risk risk meaning it, if nothing happens uh, you know i lose that money but i need that to 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 really do the the right thing oh. and that was that, that those are the three things i did that evening in this room.
0: okay i want to talk to you about some mindset questions here on this Okay. So you've got this cloud-based technology. Yes. Your your friend and your son say, "Hey, what about printing stamps on it?" And my first reaction is, "Oh, and based on what I know from from your book, you know, the U.S. Postal Service hasn't had a patent since 1920 with Pitney Bowes. Nothing. Since 20 to 90s till you got involved, they don't do technology. They just do the same thing over and over again, you know, trucks and stamps and all that stuff." Yes. So my question for you is you're putting in a half a million dollars into something that requires a bureaucracy to go, yeah, we're on board, but they haven't, you haven't even had a meeting yet and you're, you're putting this money in. W- tell me about your mindset on this. What you was a confident, are you a gambler or what?
1: That no, no, that, that's exactly what, what he just said is exactly what my wife told me, this is, this is part of almost like a craziness.
0: Well, well, we don't want to mention that. We want to give yeah. away all the things in the book. But I, from what I understand, she wasn't privy to the some of the money being invested here at the, at the, at the first yeah. part, right?
1: The yeah. However, I I felt that there is an opportunity here we should explore. It's not just an opportunity to, you know, uh, actually, you know, obviously to make money in the sense in any business, sustainability is very important to make money. However, this is something... Really, we are doing a service to the society. instead of you know going to a post office and uh, buying stamps and then sticking it, you, you can just print whenever you want to do and you can use it. and the business it's really. So there is a, a, a advancement concept. and I somehow other felt the the right technology people, even if the USPS has not done very much, they probably will adopt that's just a gut feeling it's not a, gam- a gambling because of its uh, it's very penetrating uh, a technology possibility so okay the, uh, that's a, the, the, it's a gut feeling it is not a, a gambling but i felt mm-hmm. and you know the result speaks for itself it has happened but it's it's an uphill battle tremendous yeah
0: at the at the time nothing had happened this is all still up here and and here so you're not a gambler i'll accept that and there's an element of obviously service As a metaphor,
1: but i want to interject okay. i had uh, in my law practice uh-huh. i have represented uh, fdic on a, a bank check kiting case which i think i did describe in the book but anyway this is a, a, a mafia group in uh, las vegas there was a bank called mineral bank one of your and clients and that's not my client but fdic took over the bank and FDIC hired us to to go after these people. And so I used to go to Las Vegas almost uh, uh, two, three months, practically every other day to take depositions and all kinds of, uh, you know, reasons. But when I go, I stay obviously in one of the big hotels. I don't even put a quarter in any of
0: those (laughs) slot machines
1: because I I am not a gambler because I know statistically gambling is no return. Yeah,
0: unless unless you're the house, right. So, All right, so you've been exposed to lots of gamblers, but you're not one. I get that. I I appreciate that. Um, A lot of people who aren't entrepreneurs look at us and look at people as risk takers, but there's a level of managing that risk or mitigating that risk so when you had the ideas like, hey, I really like this concept, I think, was there a fallback or a, a second choice? If, if, if the U.S. government wouldn't go for it, was there another person or entity you were thinking of that could use it?
1: No. That, this is a binary system. I, if USPS says, no, you're done with it. it, it that project. But, you know, of course, I, I, even though I put half a million, does not mean I'm going to spend the first day. This is a plan, you yeah, will know how this is going to be. In fact, I put that, okay, next step is putting the team together. I got a lot of others involved. And most of them, most of the meaning, practically everybody here in the US, uh, I said, no compensation, <laughs> no salary, except stock options. So you're, you're betting on just like I'm betting on, but you don't need to put any money, but you have to put time. Your sweat equity means you will get. Uh, and I was, to be honest with you, I was extremely generous. Every, in fact, uh, as a matter of fact, yeah. uh, I would say uh, several hundred people became multimillionaires because. Wow, of, it is a, it's a very very, uh, you know, nice thing. But because they also took risk, the many But it's
0: not just the top ten or twenty people. You said several hundred people became millionaires from this. Exactly. Exactly. That is generous. Wow. It Very is, impressive. I mean,
1: top 10 made quite a bit, but, yeah. uh, you know, a number of people because yeah. everybody who joins gets options. So, mm-hmm. you know, nice. a, a significant option. And the the if you, of course, if you don't keep the stock for a longer time, you probably would not. But many, you know, because it's a, yeah. it's an, you know, some form of a, a retirement benefit. Or as a matter of fact, there are mm-hmm. four or five of my colleagues at the time, they have retired much early. I mean, early meaning in their late 30s or early 40s, retired for life. I mean, that happens in many tech companies, but I, I, I'm privileged to say that we have accomplished that as well. That means they just uh, enjoy the, you know, they travel around the world, to take the children, you know, traveling with them. I mean, it's it's an amazing thing to watch that did happen, but this is, you know, of course, much later. I mean, later meaning maybe, in, you know, 10, 15 years after the, in you know, everything really became much better. But that time we, provided these options and that was the compensation however we had to bring I, I mean of course I, I had to get somebody to develop the platform so the, the, I brought about uh, six or seven people from India whom I have relate, contact and relationship instead of we are asking them to do work from there. I mean, that could be done, but uh, I thought it is better if they come here because we can work, I mean, of course, in the pandemic period, everybody worked remotely. Those days, remote working was not that easy because there is not that much uh, uh, communications and things like that here. Uh, so we brought them and we, they have to be paid. They were paid like regular employees, and they, you know, they you have to provide them accommodation. They have to. I mean, there is a expenses associated with it, but that helped because if I have to hire people from here, the compensation has to be uh, significantly higher. You know, these well, are especially yeah, you're
0: out, you're out in Silicon Valley. It's 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 double, right? It's going to be a triple. So O's, I, O's, I,
1: okay. I, I brought the the very young, very smart. Mm-hmm very uh, creative very innovative yeah. people so i brought them here and they okay. they kind of uh, but this is all you know being done but the next right. real important step is to mm-hmm. uh, i mean we had a a working Kind of a, I wouldn't call it. Uh, uh, we we, we calling the things for minimum viable product MVP, right. but I don't think it was any minimum viable. It's some product we had. We we wanted to go and see whether we can raise money. Now the the most important. Yeah,
0: because you have you can't you can't do a whole lot with half a million dollars in this in this playing field. What you're talking about. So we'll get to the money thing in a second. I want to think about one more thing here. So you've got this idea. You've put in some personal money and you know that to do it right, to get, hire these people and to go to the next level, you got to have money. There. And based on what we've read in the book so far, you're looking for $6 million just to get really super started.
1: That is correct. Okay. Uh, my budget. See, we, we always do. I mean, I would recommend any startup companies. Uh, first of all, you have to develop a, a duck, a pitch deck a presentation. And in the pitch deck, you have to give all the technology, what you do, what the potential customers are, what the, you know, uh, the possibility of penetrating and how do you get, uh, all those things is a typical, uh, you know, template and you just have to do that. In addition, you have to do a financial forecast. What is the, uh, obviously the forecast, there are two elements. What are the revenue stream? How can you bring revenue and what the model is? Then you also have to have uh, the expenses. I mean, of course, there are mostly fixed expenses. There's something you can't avoid. That is that. And in addition to that, the expenses associated with acquiring customers' revenue. So there is a proportionate. So you need to have that. well put together, so that somebody who is going to make the investment, he will have to appreciate. Okay, this looks good, and what would be your marginal profit or the EBITDA or you know bottom line after tax, and all the numbers have to be pulled together. Mostly, it is a forecast, it's not you know, nothing guaranteed, but you have to do it in such a way that the potential investor and these investors, especially the venture firms, they're extremely smart, they know uh, how to deep dive and really, yes. Know,
0: and this is what I want to ask this very important question. So, we know we need to go raise money, you're not going to put any more of your own in there, and you don't have government approval. I didn't, yet. Have,
1: I didn't have more money to put in,
0: okay? No way for put it. So you're putting a, you're putting a sizable part of your own uh, assets in there, but going to going to these really smart guys in, in the VC world, saying, "Hey, I've got this great technology, I've got one potential customer for it, and it's the government. They haven't proved anything in in a hundred years, but I think I can do it. How in the heck do they hold and, and cough cough up six million bucks? What?
1: What's that going is, on here? Uh, that's a, a excellent question. What happened to us? As a matter of fact, I I went to you know the famous uh, venture alley called the Sandhill Road uh, in Mountain View Palo Alto area. Uh, it's a it's a you know it, it, even now they have almost all big venture firms and you name it, I've seen them. So we used to go and present it to them uh, every day almost for a month that 20 to 30 uh, venture firms the, the top venture firms we, we you know they were very nice to us uh, especially me they were so kind they listened to us they liked the story they they are very very uh, you know um, supportive but <laughs> there is always a but they said it's you guys have a great uh, uh, product I think it's fantastic. It will revolutionize. It's great. But there is a major problem, just like you said. this is a, There is this bureaucracy, USPS, sitting there. And it's a binary. If they don't approve, you're out of the picture. And the, there is no history of them approving for a long time. Whereas if you come up with a a drug, a new drug, even though it's, you know, in order to get the drug approved, it will take an enormous amount of money. The trials would be, it is very difficult. And FDA is another government agency. But they approve periodically drugs. So we can take the risk. But in this case, USPS, unfortunately has not done anything so we can't take that risk but you if you can go and get them telling yes uh, then we will consider so this is con- consistent the same uh response for All the big firms. I mean, we are talking about firms like Sequoia or, you know, I mean, Kleiner Perkins. I mean, you know, the big uh, firms with billions of dollars and we we were asking for six million. They could have done it. They they were not that eager to do this. This this was the uh, kind of a learning point. I mean, I knew this, but I wanted to go through that. But uh, one good thing came out of it they all knew me, <laughs> they found out, yes, there is something like this, this is great. So I made a kind of, a, it, it's a, it was marketing, not the product, to some extent marketing me.
0: Okay, hold on, that's, that's, that's a key point there. So we've got, just to recap here, we've got this amazing product with one potential customer, and it's a government who's never done technology in the past, you know, almost 100 years. But because of your relationship with the VC firms, they entertained uh, a meeting. Does that? Yeah, yeah.
1: They, of- the meeting was because they, they at the okay. deck. when they looked at the deck, they were thrilled. They want to know because okay. they, it's, a, it's a revolutionary technology.
0: So but that- the, the point here, I want to keep this point. Um, Most people don't understand this. Most entrepreneurs, most people with a vision focus on their vision. They focus on what they can do, and they're ignored. Because they don't have the connections and network. The people in place that you've established over the years Or oh, yeah, it's Mohan coming in. Yeah, yeah, the guy's invented a few things in his life. You know, he's he's kind of successful. So I think it's important for people to understand that if you're not that guy, if you're not a Mohan, if you don't have a network of people that know you it's a Sequoia and whatnot, then you better find someone who has because otherwise you might not get a meeting. And if you do, you might be discarded or ignored or rebuffed rather quickly. I'm just making that point. 100%. Okay.
1: In fact, the money I got, I, I did
0: get. I'll tell you how. Yeah, you we're got, gonna get to that in a minute. I gotta we got to get to the how you that did that.
1: Because right? of my contact, you see, it's it's yeah. nothing but it's not people look at just the product and uh, have confidence. I think it is you. It's the team. The people are the the real you know reason you get to move forward. I mean, product is important. I mean, you know, it, it is obviously that without which you can't do, but the the individual, I'll I, I'll get to that before actually that meeting. This is important. I'll tell you how I did raise 6 million and it's a very interesting set of events and uh, it, it did happen.
0: You had the, the patent when you first had the idea going to Um, USPS with this thing. Did you see where they are today back then in the 90s?